Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I know what I'm here for, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. England salvaged a draw in Munich and the Aussies are one step closer to the World Cup. It's Wednesday, 8th of June. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Andy Russell. Good to have you with us, everybody. It's Mittwoch, or Wednesday as we call it, in this kingdom. Oh, thank goodness for VAR, gentlemen. What a let off there. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's go straight to it, Andy Brassel. I know you're itching to talk about Germany, who were quite impressive against England. Mm-hmm. It ended one all. They couldn't beat us again, could they? <laughs> <laughs> Mugs. Yeah, that's absolutely the story. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be chastened in Germany today. Yes, exactly. Um, I'll tell you what, though, Andy, despite uh, all the chat after the Hungary game of England being a bit tired and lethargic and all that kind of stuff, um, it was quite chaotic. It was quite intense. I mean, Germany were the better side Mm. for for, for most of it, definitely. Um, But did you enjoy the game last night? I thought it was really good. Mm. I, I thought it was very, very enjoyable. You know, when we talk about the Nations League maybe bringing an extra layer of intensity, yeah. and I know you say every time Germany play England, mm-hmm. it matters, and I think that's that can be true as well. Mm. Um, but I, I thought it was pretty pleasing for, for what you can expect for a non-World Cup game mm-hmm. at this time of the year. I thought it was very, very serviceable. But it's it's funny what you were saying about the sort of conflicted feelings mm-hmm. around it. As you say, Germany were the better side, and for a lot of it, like mm. the better side by some distance. But I didn't feel at the point that the equaliser arrived that it was undeserved. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because it was at least partly with momentum. I understand Germany could have scored more. There's no doubt about that. Mm. And um, it's, I guess, underlines that they're, they're a bit of a work in progress. But 
I think Jack Grealish made a big difference yeah. when he when he came on as 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 well. Um, the, the the funny thing about this is obviously some will use it as Jack Grealish should start. If Southgate was brave, Jack Grealish would should start. No. He works really well as a sub. So you keep him as a sub and you use him as a sub again. How dare you think out of the box, Andy? <laughs> do you, what did you make of the match last night? I thought it was quite dull. I've got to be honest. I didn't really? didn't really enjoy it. Okay. Um, it reminded me. I just thought there's a, a lack of dynamism from England. And I know that, you know, that it's very easy to look at England and go, we've got a lot of attacking players. We should play in an attacking style, blah, 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 blah. And that's completely wrong because we would just get torn apart. And that's sort of, you know, quite reductive thinking. And again, sorry, retrograde thinking um, because it isn't how you win things at international level. But as a spectacle, I didn't really enjoy it that much. I, I sort of try to look at it and think, where are you drawing confidence from? in this performance going into the World Cup and it just seemed a bit stodgy, a bit of a lack of urgency for until essentially the last 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I kind of, I I felt like England were very clearly second best and it seemed like a slip back into the days where you would go into these games feeling a little bit insecure, feeling like realistically we're very, very unlikely to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we're trying to get out of, isn't it? And, and Southgate spoke before the game a lot about how, you know, one of the one of the tasks he had was for us to start winning these games mm. rather than just sort of like representing ourselves and sort of going down bravely at best. So yeah, I was a little bit, um, I suppose, underwhelmed. I didn't really expect England to go and win three 0 I think if you expected that, you 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 silly to be honest. But um, oh, I don't understand what you mean. Yeah, I I mean I, I wasn't like massively enamoured with it. Yeah, so I so I, Andy, perhaps you were in your answer was maybe thinking from a slightly more neutral point of view. It was quite kind of. A bit of a spectacle, and there was there was kind of a lot going on. There was a few chances and whatnot. But Jim, I also want to get what you're saying from an England fans fans point of view. I did feel a bit like, oh no, yeah. When Luke was saying uh, yesterday on on the podcast, that do you think it's that? Because I don't think it is that. I think it's what you expect. Okay, but, and I, I think to I expect... expected a three 0 win, damn it all. <laughs> to expect too much from any of these teams mm-hmm. at this point. Well, to expect something to say we could play the World Cup tomorrow, yeah. I don't think he's realistic. Though, yeah, no, no, okay. And and, and look, one often uh, throws all of the babies out with the bathwater when it comes to football. Mm. And, you know, you're only as good as your last match, etc., etc. Of course, uh, you know, Kane getting that goal right at the end was a huge relief. And I think if England had have lost two games on, on the spin, yeah. it would have been... Uh, not good for the confidence. It would have there would have been a bit of a cloud over England, all that kind of stuff. Is now, that why your neighbours complained when you were celebrating the equaliser? Very much so. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, I mean, I didn't have to remove so much of my clothing, but you know, <laughs> I thought I'd give them all a treat. Um, but I think with 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 this game, I, I looked at this and and I think that Southgate. Now there are still a number of games to go before the World Cup. I think sometimes we can get a bit rushed and go. Well, you know, the World Cup's only just around the corner, and we've only got a few games. Well, actually, hang on. Um, we've seen uh, Southgate go through the motions and, and his England side before tournaments and, and what he's planning on doing. And I was a little bit unconvinced before the Euros when he'd started playing a 3-4-3. was actually, in the Germany game uh, yeah. specifically, actually it worked It worked very, very well. Um, so, but this, I looked at Germany and I thought, here's Hansi Flick, who quite a reasonably unique coach at international level because he's done stuff at club level. Recently. Yeah, recently. Mm. And he's still fairly young for some, you compared to some international coaches with um, that kind of CV. There's a club vibe to them, Germany, isn't there? Exactly, there is. And I mean, there's a club in growth vibe. There is. But, but it feels like they're on a particular path, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm, and I'm getting at here, is that there's that. And also, as a team, you saw them, 
the way they kind of use the ball, the way they look pretty slick. And, you know, at the Euros under Yogi Love, I thought, you know, England are better than Germany. Yeah. But this Germany now, they've got a new manager in. Um, they're looking good. And you think, yes, they're on a journey and they're getting a bit of an identity and a bit of a style. Whereas England, Southgate said after the Euros, right, well, what we did at the Euros is not going to be enough to win the World Cup. And I think that he's a little bit jaded, as we all are, of what happened in the semi-final at the World Cup in, in Russia, of course, and in the final in the Euros with regards to, you know, didn't keep the ball very well, didn't actually try and kill the game off. You know, what are we going to do? And I fear that Southgate, my worry is mm, he's sort of ripped up what they did before. And what's he now going to do? And as a coach, he probably is a bit limited in that regards, as most coaches are. So to try and find this kind of, oh, we want to attack or we want to do this, that and the other, I don't know whether that's possible. So that's my fear. But I also think, no, well, hang on a minute. There's still a few games left, blah, 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 blah. But England did seem to have a lack of identity and a lack of sort of what they're about. It's funny you should say that because some of the reaction to England in Germany Mm. is it feels like Southgate has done a good job to a point. Mm-hmm. This is from a perspective of people who maybe don't watch every England game sure. who are more focused on Germany. Um, <clears throat> the Southgate's a good coach to get you to a point, but mm-hmm. maybe he can't get you much further. Maybe he can't take you over the top. Now, of course, you know, the results only tell whether this is true or not mm-hmm. when we get to the World Cup, because yeah. I, th- I think in terms of what England have been do- doing, Germany, if you go back... What almost a decade, mm-hmm. uh, or, or almost a pretty good template. If you think, you know, yeah. Yeah. finals, semi-finals, and eventually they get it over the hump and in, in World Cup, Germany, World Cup twenty fourteen. Yeah, as, as the sort of template. The, the thing that concerns me a little bit from an England perspective, and I, I am not a Southgate naysayer. I, I still believe, and I still want to believe. Actually, oh, totally. Yeah. You know me; I've been very vocal absolutely. in support of him on this podcast. But here we go. When that when that team comes out. Mm. I think I know the shape it's going to be. Yeah, it's not in that shape. They're nowhere near mm-hmm. curing the left back problem or left wing back problem. And I think that it's, it's not even the best system for that set of players. Who, the the eleven who are starting to play mm-hmm. in. So if you play the three at the back, so you use Kyle Walker there. Mm-hmm. Kieran Trippier plays right wing back, which he's played loads for Atletico Madrid. Mm-hmm. You're thinking because he's hinted at it. Mm-hmm that Bakayo Saka, maybe he's getting a, mm-hmm. a punt at left wing back. And then you get, the, okay, okay, Saka was England's brightest player in the first half on the, on the right. I don't mm-hmm. think there's any doubt about that. But you're in this situation where Sterling's kind of pushed out wide, so you're not really getting the best out of him. Sterling's not involved nearly as much as he should be. Mm-hmm. Trippier can do a job, but is not entirely comfortable at left back. Shape is ugly. Yeah. And that for me is an issue. So that's the point. So that, and that's where I think Southgate might be second-guessing himself because we knew what they were doing in the Euros and and in the World Cup. There was an obvious plan, there was obvious system and that was refreshing because so many times England have gone to tournaments and they don't know their jobs and they've got the fear and all that kind of stuff. Whereas the last couple of tournaments you think, oh actually, hang on, they're playing with the confidence and obviously the, the, the camaraderie and the club spirit and all these brought in for, with England uh, has, 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 has bared some fruit. But those two games, as I say, in that semi-final against Croatia and that final against Italy, there is that feeling of you don't have enough, and 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 that goes to the point that perhaps yeah. in Germany, and and so that's the concern. But also, I do think, and and England were fortunate with the draws in those tournaments. It wasn't as hard as it could be, of course, en route to to those to, to where they ended up um, being beaten. So my concern is if he tries to do something different, does he have the capacity to do that? And if so, actually, maybe tr- 
do what you did in the Euros and just see how you get on. <laughs> yeah. You see what I mean? But then some people would say that was very defeated. Yeah, I mean, if, if I can just briefly go back sure. to the left-back issue. I think, I imagine if there's a squad that features Ben Chilwell and or Luke Shaw, mm-hmm. Trippier won't be getting near left-back now. And yeah. I think there's a, there's, in, in this round of fixtures, he's got a, you know, he's got to make the best of what he has because he has to experiment for that. But that's my point. Front, he did head of the. You, do you not think? I, th- I think. No. Who I, would you I, have played at left I, back? I, back? I, 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 like I said, wing back right there. players, wrong system. So, but there's right. no guarantee that Shaw and Chill were going to. No, be there's, there's not. But I mean, not with the current injuries. But you never know what could happen. But he's played Trippier in that system before, uh, and it's and it's kind of worked to a point. So, mm. who, who would you have had instead of Trippier with the with the squad we have? But like I said, I I would have used the you, same players in in a different shape. Three four right. three, or a three yeah, five two. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, three five two probably. Right. I, I, th- I think the other thing that underlined, and maybe this is a bit of confirmation bias from my perspective. We're talking about the impact that Grealish had in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think England are going to do very well out of yep. n- next season is, I think we talked about it on the Ramble or OTC last week about Dortmund getting in mm-hmm. uh, Sally Özjan, who's like a dedicated defensive midfielder, with the idea that Bellingham goes forward a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That changed the game. Bellingham in the second half, I think, winning the ball off Germany mm. in their own half mm. a lot more. And that enabled yes. England to trap Germany yeah. a little bit like they had been in the in, in the first half. Yeah. He's going to be he absolutely vital. Really well together. I, I, I agree. And like, that was a bright spot for England. Because I mean, nothing the nothing against back. Calvin Phillips, but no, I, of course. you can't go in with, with those two, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, because Bellingham, you know, we've, we've cited him before, Bellingham, what he did was was important because England yeah. sometimes struggle to get the ball back off, off bigger teams who are in, almost inevitably going to hold the ball a bit better yeah. than England. So he was a bright spot. But on the, on the Grealish thing, just, just, just quickly, he came on and obviously... He, play very well and what was nice as well about Grealish is he was going down the wing rather than he often yeah. cuts in on his right yeah. which I understand you know Iron Robin made a career out of it for crying out loud but but sometimes a bit predictable but you saw him and then whipping those balls in with his left foot with 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 great accuracy as well I mean Kane will be disappointed he never scored that one I mean no a great save of course but with Grealish though people saying well he should start Southgate's um, comments after the game and he's, and he's quite firm on this with Grealish he said at the start of the game the challenge to the wide players is to attack defend try and score goals a high tactical level um, and you've got to be spot on I think that's an area Jack can get better at so he's been very clear there mm. an impact sub is is perhaps where he sees Grealish which I'm not hugely against I think Foden would probably be my choice on that left side to start to start yeah I, I know that uh, perhaps you know n- n- you know not always been around for England with injuries and, uh, and what not um, but yes but in England there was a lot of long balls wasn't there played you compare that to Germany and that wasn't quite the case, of course. Um, so we'll be interested to see. I mean, what about defensively then, Jim? I mean, Harry Maguire started. He just sort of dragged out a position for the goal. He wasn't dreadful or anything, but there's still concerns there. And, and that's why I think Southgate likes the back three sometimes. Yeah. It shores them up a bit. Absolutely. I think it's um, you don't have two colossuses in there that mm. uh, are going to give you essentially... I mean, there are no guarantees, but what feel like guarantees of safety, you know. I think mm. it's tempting to look at the England squad in the defensive side and still not be really 100% sure mm. on who the best central defenders are in that. So I think it, that's a that's something that he either needs to fix before the start of the tournament mm-hmm. or 
essentially experiment with enough that he knows what he's getting from various combinations. And I think, I, I, yeah, I mean, obviously, as you say, Maguire was pulled out of position for for the goal. And it's, it's a difficult one with him, isn't it, mm-hmm. in particular? Because, and he got away with that disallowed goal as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's there's, he's going to be targeted, essentially, Maguire. Mm-hmm. After the season he's had, rightly or wrongly, he is going to be targeted by opposition, opposition defences, which... Or, or attacks rather, which might even play into England's hands if you can kind of, kind of be prepared for that. It's 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 tough to say, say. If, if we don't start him. If we yeah, <laughs> the whole plan's <laughs> out the window. Yeah, absolute <laughs> smoke screen. <laughs> oh, he's pulled out in the warm up again. <laughs> oh no! Play your part, Harry. Yeah, Put your body play on the your line. Part. It's it's an interesting one. I, I mean. As a fact finding mission, I think this will have been quite useful for Southgate. Um, I don't know what he assesses about the, the defence from it, obviously, but he has a more tactically astute mind than I. And it's it's been 23 games since England lost in normal time before this round of fixtures. So mm. actually, it might be quite useful as a, as a little reminder that, mm-hmm. you know, standards may be... I know the players are tired after a long season. You can't judge too much from this, but it might be a reminder of where the, where the line is and, and, and the standards you have to hit. I don't feel like England got anywhere near where they need to be in these games. But again, sure. it's and, and the again, caveats. And we don't want to be too knee-jerky as no, well. No, of course but, not. you know, this is England. Uh, and we've 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 been... I think I think that's it. I think we've been so, so jaded from the past. But anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. But I mean, England did try and press. And I think maybe that's what Southgate thought after the Hungary game, looking a bit lethargic. Come on, boys, up and at him kind of thing. Mm. But didn't work out so well. But they got the draw around it. And by the way, it was a definite penalty. Yeah, I think it was. I can't believe the referee never saw that originally because yeah. when it happened, I was screaming Same. at the telly going for crying out loud. I thought, you know, I wonder. I wondered if the referee thought it was offside, and that's yes. why he didn't. He didn't blow up. But of course, it was Germany player who played it through, which yes. is why that why the flag didn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't didn't offside. Go up. People, but, you know, it got it got yeah, checked in reasonably quick time. Yeah, they got to the they got to the right decision, and, and he scored and his fiftieth goal for England. Big right. Very, very impressive. So, does that does do we expect him to break Rooney's record during the World Cup? It's entirely possible, isn't it? That would be exciting. With a few it? games to go, I'd be very happy if he never scored from now until the final, and then emulated <laughs> a certain someone and got that got that hat trick in the final. <laughs> and England win, obviously. They don't lose four uh, three, and that would be that would be perfect. But no, I think that was pleasing though that England got stronger uh, in that last half an hour because they've, they've not done that you know in, in sort of recent no, games yeah. and, and so on but perhaps that was to do with Germany maybe sitting back as well who knows uh, quite pleasing though that England fans were singing we saw you crying on the telly at the start of the game presumably in reference to that poor little German child at Wembley last yeah, summer let's, let's bully a child as part of our culture eh yeah is it bullying Jim or is it just gentle banter and ripping I guess it's up to the child <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me nice touch from Germany played in their women's team kit to show support ahead of the Euros quite enjoyed that um, what was also good from, from Germany's point of view and in England will wrote that uh, Jamal Musiala of course you know how you could can, have been an England player you know how you can block like words and phrases on Twitter yeah can you block photos because I think we should like all block that photo of uh, young Musiala and Bellingham sat in the dressing room you know when they're <laughs> yeah. about 14 in the England kit indeed, indeed. what could it be because he was really close it felt at one point to, mm-hmm. I, th- I think there was an assumption that he would that he would carry on and and play for England but you see that was Yogi Love's legacy he did the whole whining and dining him didn't he yeah. to, uh, to get him 14. on board outrageous <laughs> I know in, do you know in that photo the caption should be love will tear us apart come on that's not bad is it Jim no, I enjoyed it enjoyed right, it just thought I'd let it hang there dearie me 
Maybe it was so impressed it stunned you both into silence. <laughs> That's it. That's it. No doubt anybody listening to that will applaud for those who know their indie history. Um, right, well, of course, England uh, have got uh, Italy uh, in Wolverhampton on Sunday, uh, Saturday rather for their next game. Uh, there's, uh, I think England have got um, a couple of thousand school children in uh, to watch that game because it's behind closed doors, I believe. That's yeah, there. 3,000. Yeah, 3,000 to be precise. Mm. There we are. Make a lot of it's noise, weird. girls and boys. It's going to be very shrill. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah. But we're, we're looking forward to it. I think we are after the relief of uh, getting a, a draw in Germany. Italy themselves beat Hungary 2-1, of course. And Italy go top of Group A3 with that victory. Could have been more, but Barella scored a lovely one to get the game going. Yeah, absolutely. He's Brilliant a lovely finish. player. He's a lovely player. And uh, I think, I mean, for Italy... Again, it's just so odd that they're not going to be at the World Cup, considering you know they are European champions and they 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 they're top of the group here and, and doing okay. I mean, it should have been more really. It was quite a comfortable victory, even though uh, it, it, the own goal in the second half. I saw Mancini own goal, and I thought, oh, the old boy's dusted his boots off, has he? <laughs> and he's paid for such hubris. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I mean, again, like Andy, Italy not at the World Cup. It just. I've struggled to get my head around. And it. talking of throwing the baby out with the bathwater, of course, Mancini's on this real youth movement mm. at the moment, isn't he? Although in the last couple of games, Willie Gnonto has been really, really good. I mean, mm. 18 years old, yeah, only played league football in Switzerland, but he looks, he looks the part. Yeah. And that that has been a, a key part of Mancini's um, spell mm. in charge, really. Yeah, and the aforementioned Barella had the most caps of any outfield player in the starting eleven um, by some way with with thirty eight, and he's wow. twenty six, mm. which shows you the yeah. difference. I mean, whereas, whereas Southgate's side last night was the most experienced side he's ever fielded as well, which is which is quite something. Um, but yeah, Gianluca Mancini, who scored that own goal, um, we know that he likes to punch his own teammates, so. Would he have punched himself after that? I think so. Yeah, Jamie Vardy, yes. The only be... punches in celebration. I don't. I don't think that was the appropriate right. time for a punch, was it? That's probably good, actually. Yeah. 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 So maybe, yeah. If he punches other people in celebration when something goes bad, does he punch himself? Or maybe give himself a wedgie, something like that. <laughs> so give himself a wedgie. Whether that's possible or not, I don't know, everybody. Um, but that's a, for a discussion for another time. Oh, so there we are. England are bottom of the group currently. Um, so hopefully they will. Uh, Survivor. I mean, if it goes badly and England are, you know... Relegated. Or relegation is looming, do we turn to Big Sam again? <laughs> Get yourself a Nations League coach. <laughs> I sincerely hope not. How, I mean, how do we know really that Big Sam hasn't been managing from the shadows all this time? Yes, indeed, yeah. Well, there's a conspiracy theory, which no doubt will reveal the truth at some point. All right, everybody, enough of that bollocks. Let's have a quick break. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. discussion point in football that Harry Maguire has a big head and he's able to spread the load Welcome back to the Football Apple everybody <laughs> It's Wednesday so it's time for Pep Talks We are so so happy We're so happy We are so happy yeah, I'm happy I'm happy for that We are so happy I'm so happy I'm so happy Sit down We drink one and relax over to you, Jim Campbell. Yes, Stuart has been in touch. He says, Hi, Ramblers. Sent an email a few weeks back. However, I didn't get a readout, so I thought I'd drop a Sven reference to catch Marcus's eye. It worked. <laughs> it worked. I am going to be moving to Bangkok in Thailand, made famous by Sven's management stint there, in the summer for a new job, and I'm thinking about what is the best way to choose a new team to follow out there. I've thought of a few options, but maybe you guys can help me with anything I've missed. Possible options. First game I go to, just support them. Choose a team with a cool kit and not even think about anything else. Go full glory supporter. I'm a Welsh Evertonian, so I can't say I've seen much success through in my life. So this could be a nice option. Looking forward to hearing the advice. What do you think? I think that's a tenuous Sven mention, is what I Very think. tenuous. And I think I like that, the tenuous, you might say. And I think that, <laughs> those are the ones that Marcus yes. enjoys the most. So yes. actually, Stuart has pitched that perfectly. We want Svenuous. No, we don't. Yes, we do. You started this mm-hmm. and you knew exactly what you were doing. <laughs> right. You dirty little sod. Um, Sven's never managed in Thailand. Didn't he manage the national team? No, Philippines. Ah, well, there you go. Yeah. Even more tenuous. So <laughs> made up, you might you might say. <laughs> How's this got through? We know how. Um, no, he said that he was going to move to Thailand. He was out there with um, Liverpool. No, Man City, Liverpool. He certainly didn't manage them. Manchester City. I'm getting my D.D. Harman's uh, uh, mm, yes. career mixed up. Um, <clears throat> and he had a you know glass of champagne, two glasses, and he you know was celebrating life, Kaiser. And they were on the pre-season tour of um, Thailand. And he said, I would like to maybe move back here in the future and live with two beautiful ladies. Which is what... Yeah, which this is, is what, what you've done, Stuart. This is because I asked him this, didn't I? Mm-hmm. When we interviewed him. And uh, he chuckled and said, oh, I think I'm too old for that now. Yeah, he ducked many questions mm-hmm. uh, of, of, of <laughs> similar tone. <laughs> so what, what do we think? Um, um, I quite like the kit thing. Um, um, yeah, I think... Uh, 
Yeah, I think Kit is quite crucial because this because um, uh, uh, Stuart sounds like he's the type of guy who would buy a kit. Yeah, so be happy with what you're wearing. I mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't know how you go full glory supporter in Thailand. Perhaps they've got some sort of dominant force. Do you remember in Thailand when? I'm pretty oh, sure it was... Well, be careful what you say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. Yes, yes, no, no, not when you were there, Jim. Right. Uh, Jim's never been to Thailand. Yeah, for the record. Uh huh. Um, officially, uh, when the king died. And there was a couple of games left of the season, and they cancelled the season. Yes, and there was a run-in. Like there was, there was all to play for. And they're like, "Kings, all right, we're, we're cancelling everything because I think it had been a, quite a long-serving monarch. Right, it yeah. was quite a shock to the to the system. You know what? I think what he should do is combine a couple of things here, which is, I mean, obviously, locale is important if you want to go regularly. You've got to, you know, you've got to go, uh, yeah, got to go to a Bangkok team. But I imagine the bigger ones are based there, so. You got to look at the the title contenders generally, mm-hmm. or the, or the, the ones that are regularly going to be competing, and just pick the one whose kit you like most. Yeah, Bit I think of a compromise. I think, I think there's a fourth option. I think you go to all the teams that are in within reasonable distance of your house, so that you can go and see regularly. Mm. Rate the experiences. You don't have to take on a team in the same way that you do when you're a child, because you know if you could look back and speak to your childhood self okay you wouldn't really change anything but I would if, change a lot of things speak for yourself if you think of the, the way that you pick a team it's normally quite flippant the reason that you pick a team unless your dad makes you mm-hmm. it's, it's normally quite a flippant reason why you pick a team so enjoy the benefit of adult, adulthood Take your time, mm-hmm. make a balanced, logical decision based on match day experience. What's the food like? Who does the best barbecue Andy, locusts on the day? Andy, do you know what? I can speak from experience here. It's essentially how I came to support Fulham. Right. Okay. You know, and a lovely time it was too. Um, so yes, pick the team. So you couldn't is... get your cake knife in any other stadium exactly, in London. Exactly. <laughs> I thought these people understand Where's me. the pool? Normally I have to eat this Victoria sponge like I'm a caveman. It's a piece of meat. <laughs> but no, these people understand me. Um, we've got one from John here. Long time listener, first time sit down and relaxer. Ooh. The dilemma I bring to you today is what to do concerning my daughter's football career. She has been playing for a local team as a fairly solid winger defender slash winger for about four years now. Obviously during this time she has made friends with most of the group and has become a fairly integral part of the team. Last year she moved schools where she's been given many more sporting opportunities, improving, in my personal opinion, substantially, especially in sports just such as hockey, netball and cricket. My concern is she's starting to outgrow the abilities of players around her and seems to thrive in a more competitive and driven environment. We've had the conversation about what to do, but obviously those there are those reservations because it means leaving her team. Do I try to convince her to move on? Am I right to push her? Or am I a typical parent who believes their child is the greatest thing since sliced bread? Yes, yes. So you guys are both parents. So mm-hmm. I would, um, you know, I would defer to your knowledge here. Well, I think if this, think of it, John, as like, think of the future documentary on her life. There'll be some sad music playing at this moment and then she'll go to the better team. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. That's that's what will happen. I, mean, I think you know the answer. Isn't the case at youth level um, that you you don't necessarily have to stop playing for your kind of local team while you go into academies and stuff. And, and eventually it gets to a point where, where you will. But maybe she won't have to make the decision. Maybe if, oh, if you look Jim, into it. Behave. 
What? <laughs> There's a decision to be made here. No, but she, I mean, what, what's important is what she wants, right? So if she goes up to that level and actually she doesn't like it and she feels uncomfortable there, that way she doesn't... Oh, well, she know, can just return she can, to the side who she was a traitor to. No, but I'm not saying that she has to be treacherous. I'm saying that she can, <laughs> she can dip her toe into another side and go, actually, you know what, this isn't for me, blah, blah, blah. She can carry on playing in the team that she's already in. I, I wonder, can he work out a compromise where she doesn't have to leave one team to see how it is in the other? Why are you so anti-treachery, Jim? I love the uh, I'm way... not. If you look at the history of my surname, <laughs> I am absolutely not banging to it. I love the way that Marcus has set, set out the idea for an 11 or 12-year-old going back to their old ground and being met with banners saying yeah. Peseteros exactly. and Kid stuff. out. Boo. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> I just, John's daughter out. Yeah. I just, look, John, what's it all about? Trophies, mate. Trophies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trophies. Uh. NFT. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I think Andy gave you the best advice. I think it's inevitable that she's she's going to try it. But as Jim says, at this age, you know, it's not Premier League, so um, she can always go back, and I'm sure she'll be welcome with open arms uh, if what you say is correct. <clears throat> so there we are, everybody. Uh, that's Pep Talks for another week. Uh, get your questions in. We'll get to them every Wednesday, of course, shutfootballramble.com, or just email us with any old crap uh, in the meantime. Right, chaps, World Cup playoff chat. The United Arab Emirates won. Australia too. Yes. The Aussies are through to the intercontinental playoffs. With that result, they will play Peru. They've qualified for the last four World Cup finals, of course, famously beating Uruguay on penalties yes. to reach that 2006 World Cup in Germany, November 16th. As we all remember. That's why they all I'm pretty sure it was 16th. I'm doubting myself if it was the 18th. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they refer it to. They're just November 16th. You remember where you were if you were a, a, an Australian. So, yep, they have they have overcome uh, South American opposition. And that's when it was a two-legged affair, mm. which is even even harder. I mean, Australia did have a much better team back in those days, I should say. <laughs> but they are a fixture of the World Cup, aren't they? It would, be, they it, are, it, yeah. it would feel weird to have them missing. So um, this is a this is a, an interesting one and also a, a fairly typical one. It's a weird week for football because for the highlight for both the, the Italy-Hungary game and the UAE-Australia game was so hard to find because so many people had uploaded versions of essentially FIFA um, <laughs> instead where you get about you scroll about three minutes and it's like this isn't a real football match this yeah. this is annoying um, get yourself an Aussie friend they'll tell you exactly how you can watch yeah, exactly. the game and they'll yeah, give you even minute by them. minute got loads of them um, but yes it was good on them it seemed, it seemed a fairly standard win can you, know? you use a bit more Australian parlance perhaps Bonza uh, Bonza I don't know if they say that I've never heard oh, an Australian well, actually say it where's Vish when you need him eh? yeah. <laughs> um, the game against Peru of course for, for Australia will be played uh, in Qatar where this game was played is that, is that, does that give them a little bit of an advantage Australia for the playoff and then whoever wins that for the tournament Andy they had a look around yeah, I'm not massively convinced it does give them an, an advantage I, I think just trying it, to help them out. Here, I, I know you are. It's um. I I do think the main thing is that Peru currently have a better squad. Um, Lapadula's always good for a goal. Mm -hmm. uh, he's taken that really unusual route, of course, from um, Italian between top two divisions mm -hmm. <laughs> into into the Peruvian national team. Um, but I I don't know. I I think. It would just feel a bit of relief for Australia, I think, to to get past this little bit because obviously Graham Arnold was under enormous pressure mm. as 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 this was was happening. Um, they did pretty poorly in the groups. He's received a lot of criticism at at home. So 
they will have memories, as you say, of um, that that huge night against Uruguay. And maybe maybe that'll that'll, that'll help them. And uh, Aiden Hustic is just having an extraordinary time at the moment. Of yeah. course, he scored that came on to score that vital penalty mm-hmm. um, for Frankfurt in the in, in the shootout in the Europa League final, and and then got the winner here. Yeah, it was it was a big deflection. It was a great strike though. But that's mm. his goal. That's not one for the dubious goals panel. Some people were saying it was an own goal. I was like, oh, come on. It's not a bail. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it isn't. Um, but speaking of Graham Arnold, I mean, it, it did get quite bad, uh, you know, the, the, the ill feeling towards him as, as Australia manager that Football Australia themselves were forced to issue a statement confirming that uh, Graham Arnold wouldn't be sacked before the playoffs. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, Arnold did speak of the Aussie DNA previously, though, saying... Backs to the wall, run out, get on the pitch, chase, fight, harass, and do everything that's required to win this game. You've been practicing since yesterday, haven't yeah, you? I have. Well, I've got to step up because Vish is not here, and Carl's been on our case saying that, you know, <laughs> these caricatures, and I think you'll find that the average Australian sounds exactly like that. Um, I do like that. Backs to the wall, run out, get on the pitch. Mm. So, I mean, yeah. Good advice. Do a warm up, take your clothes up, get on the bus, arrive at the stadium, get on. So, Did you almost say take back, your clothes up? Backs to the wall, presumably, means in the <laughs> well, dressing room. Then. Is that, that important? That's what I mean, Jim. Like, he's sort of run out, get on the pitch, have a drink. Kick the ball. Everyone's doing that. Yeah. You want to focus your efforts not on the pre-bit, on the actual what's going on. Yeah, but if you focus before you do that, then you're already focused, right? Yeah. Incremental marginal gains. It's the Aussie DNA. Absolutely. No wonder they're only one game away from the World Cup, lads. I'll tell you what. Um, t- apparently, Tim Cahill paid a visit uh, on Sunday to the to the side and delivered a speech during a team lunch. More of nice. that. Just heading balls away constantly. <laughs> exactly. And then volleying the odd one. Yeah. Late um, run into the buffet. And then punching a, a flag in the corner. Um, so, well, good luck to punching Australia. Punching fire alarm. Why not? We should say commiserations <laughs> to the UAE. Uh, no fairy tale for them. Yeah. Last time they qualified for the World Cup was 1990. Long time, first and only time, I believe. All right, chaps, uh, let's focus now on some transfer happenings. Club football and Robert Lewandowski's public tug of war with Bayern Munich shows no signs of letting up. We've got a saga on our hands. We really do. I hate a saga, Jim. No, I generally do, but I'm, I'm quite impressed by how quickly Lewandowski has turned this into one. He's really mm. trying to make his position untenable, isn't he? Yes. And, it, and I think it's sort of succeeding. You, is there a danger he could go Harry Kane and just not be allowed to move. Um, and is Charlie Kane his agent? No, I don't think... That's Char- crucial. I don't think, like, Charlie Lewandowski is an, <laughs> is an issue here, um, to, to my understanding of it. But, I mean, can Bayern really keep him now with all the things he's saying? Well, he said, I want to leave Bayern. Something died in me and I want more emotions in, our, in my life. But he's also been saying, like, why would any player come here when, like, when you, when you see how they treat you and you see how, you know, disloyal they are? And it's kind of like... I don't think players are looking at Bayern thinking, well, I couldn't possibly go there because they might want me to, you know, <laughs> win some silver, honour the contract I signed with them. It's kind of, it's, it, it's all very deliberate and studied, isn't yeah. it? He's, he's, he's making comments that make, make his departure more and more inevitable as Bayern gets sick of it. And I think he's just trying to speed it up. You it think? is also possible that he doesn't know that, but like, but you know, he's, he's at his head in the sand and he doesn't know that Barcelona can't really sign anyone at the moment. And, they're just sort of hoping that's all going to be okay, which I'm sure it will be. Mm. But it's it's a weird situation. Well, signing for Barcelona and not getting registered is possibly the best scenario, isn't it? You know, you go to Barcelona, you have a lovely time, you get paid, yeah. but, but it's it's not it's not on the wage bill because you can't be registered. It's fascinating what Barcelona are trying to build. Lewandowski, Aubameyang, then apparently going for Di Maria as well. They're going to have a very very old forward line, <laughs> a very young midfield and a very old forward line. Mm. It's, it's it's like if average aging it. 
Yeah, it's, it, normally if you are like playing a match with the dads and the sons in the same team, it would be the dads playing in midfield and the sons playing up front. But it seems like that's going to be the other way round. Yeah, with you know Gavi, Pedri, mm. and like Lewandowski and Di Maria in front of them. I don't think this is a fair compli. I mean. He has ratcheted it up a little bit, hasn't he? What saying something something has died in, in inside me. Yeah. Which is all very poetic and stuff. But it's just like the thing is, apart realistically, mm. it's it's not changed. The whole situation's not changed. We've known he wanted to leave for a while. Mm-hmm. Um the club have said no for a while. The club are still saying no. How do you force your way out to a club who can't afford you? Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, does he need to go and have a round of golf with Gary Neville and a little interview? I mean, it didn't work for Harry Kane, but it might work for Lewandowski. No, it's it's very difficult to do the Odom Vingy thing as well when it's between countries. Mm. When it's when <laughs> getting it's getting on flights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that would be more sort of Dimitar Berbatov sort of territory. I'd say so. When he was walking around with like seven travel Toblerones at oh. uh, 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 Munich or Vienna Airport. Now you're talking, Andy. Now you're talking. Wonderful. Um, they, they, they are trying to raise funds though at, uh, at the new camp though. Perhaps uh, in preparation to try and get Lewandowski there. They've announced that uh, the, the stadium is available as a wedding venue. So a couple of are, uh, are able to rent out the stadium with, with different packages available. Never mind that. What about the plan on the pitch, Marcus? Apparently, he's been playing 300 euros per person, we've been told. Yeah. Not been quoted. We I was in Barcelona at the weekend. Yeah. So was Hector. Oh, Could have made it happen. you and Bay are in. Yeah. Fullbacks. Um, yeah. So, 300, 300 euros per person. and you, I think That you, is the hippest right wing, I can imagine. <laughs> oh, yes. Hector and Jim Campbell. Yeah. Yes. Fresh from Primera Sound. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that's why I was in the same place as Hector Lurie. if anyone's wondering I, 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 think, I think they would make, they would let you use the showers in the camp though before you took the pitch <laughs> I'd say so well gentlemen um, yes we, 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 perhaps uh, we should look into that and get a game over there do you think sounds... they're going to charge their own players 300 euros for each <laughs> game I think they really really do mm. have to like bring in the cash in any way they can yeah. we'll pay you in weddings don't worry but you do have to you do have to pay each Come time on, you play subs subs <laughs> pay you in weddings <laughs> Uh, right, everybody. Tonight it's it's back to international football. Wales have got a tough task against Louis van Gaal's still unbeaten Netherlands side. Although, will Wales really, really care? Because because <laughs> the party's still probably going on. The, the Wales squad was seen parting away in the Elevens Bar, which is owned by Gareth Gareth Bale. Um, I nearly said Gareth Southgate. Did, there, yeah. that'd be odd. Gareth Southgate owning a bar would be amazing. Yeah, in Cardiff though, that would be incongruous. It'd be particularly odd. Yeah. Mm, but uh, but yes, he's very much owned by Gareth Bale. Um, of course, they, uh, that was after their win against Ukraine. Um, their, their adopted anthem now is uh, we're going to Qatar instead of uh, this time for Africa. The uh, Shakira song Waka Waka. Mm. Got it. Which good, is a fine choice. Good test for Wales though, isn't it? What the, sing- that, the, the Yeah, the, the vocal performance of that. Yeah, the choirs. How are they yeah, going to get their exactly, heads around very that different one? styles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, it is a good test for, for Wales against the Netherlands. Uh, we shall see. I mean, yeah, Louis van Gaal, he's, he's been on good form uh, trying to tell um, uh, uh, who was it uh, Durian Timber don't go to Manchester United it'd be wise not to go there so he's, he's still full of beans everybody yeah. so it, it's we, funny isn't, isn't it just... we've, we've had this sort of situation now where you've got the Man United old boys club essentially yeah, yeah, working yeah. in punditry but their kind of their fallow period has been going on for so long you now got the opposite where you've yeah. got all these people that have been there and been burned by the experience just saying no yes, just absolutely don't go there the contrast is, is, is quite remarkable uh, what do you think uh, mentioning Gareth Bale and uh, we said you know that if Wales do qualify for the World Cup, it'll prolong his uh, career at f- in football. Cardiff City apparently stef- stepping up their efforts to get him in. 
Well, I mean, I not just him, but also Aaron Ramsey, apparently. Well, uh, yes. Getting the band back together. I mean, we talked about Barcelona not having enough money. I mean, you know, Gareth Bale was earning more than the weekly wage bill of the entire Cardiff first team when he was at Real Madrid. So... Imagine there'll be a pay cut involved. <laughs> yeah, for the rest of the squad, yes. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we've got to pay Gareth. <laughs> that is crucial. Somebody, somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we can hire the Cardiff City. Maybe yeah. very, very expensive weddings are the way yeah. forward there. To Golf days at the Millennium Stadium. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. But it would be quite remarkable. But yes, I think um, Rob Page said. Uh, Robert Page said uh, that we need a sympathetic club for Gareth Bale to go to. What does that mean? What you need, you, we need a lot of sympathy because you need to pay him. Play, awful, one, play one game in two? Exactly. An awful lot of money and, yeah. and he won't play that much. I mean, it is a weird idea, isn't it? I can, underst- I can, I can understand like geographically why it might work. Of course, Jonathan Barnett saying the, the, the money doesn't matter to him anymore. Okay, fine. They play 46 games a season in the championship. Yeah. No, there's no way he's getting involved. What, what's, I, I don't get it. I really, it's, it's a nice idea, isn't it? It's a nice yes. story, but surely he will go to a top-level club. I, I don't think a top-level club... I, I don't know. They've got to have a lot of money. Newcastle United, that's where he's going. Not impossible. Do you think they'd take him? I don't, I don't, I don't think that's happening. I think I think the owners will be it's, like... It's very difficult to, to find a I sell. Think, I, think I think Eddie Howe will find out with that transfer that he's not in charge. So and the well, owners will decide who they're signing. So, so, so basic, basically, Newcastle will look at it, you're saying, mm. in that... It's like Callum Wilson has presented them with a problem mm. by having a good end to the season. Yeah. And Callum Wilson always does that. Yeah. When he's fit, you're thinking, oh, let's stick with him. He's great. Like blocking that bit out of your mind that he's not always fit. Yeah. So is the idea, instead of buying one striker who's available for all the games, buy a few strikers who are available for some of the games and that will make up all of the game time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for, is that the plan? From, from Newcastle's Maybe. point of view, essentially, it's, it's party time there at the moment, isn't it? They've had yeah. such a good end to the season. They're, they're, they're probably going to have a, a crack at trying to qualify for the Champions League next season. Internally, that'll be an aim, but it, if they miss out on it, it's not going to be an absolute yeah. disaster, is it? So... Try bail for a season. You know, you're not going to get a whole season out of him, but when he's on the pitch, he's going to give you moments of quality. Everyone's going to enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of fun. They've got the money. I think it. the more the more you think about it, the more it makes sense. Do you guys think he can last in the Premier League? No, because no, I, but, I think, but they won't expect him to. I don't think they'd, they'd expect him to play every game, would they? They'd expect him to play all of some games. But Andy, you know what, but you know what certain owners are like, who've got a lot of money and all the rest of it, and they want to shoot for the moon, is that, but I don't, I don't think they're going about it like that. No, I think they're, they're way not too sensible. No, no, up until now, Andy, but you dangle this in front of them. All five Champions League winners medals. Is this where got. you tear off the Marcus Speller mask yeah. and there's Dan Ashworth underneath? If you want, Andy. If you yeah. want. Do you remember when Rangers were offered Ronaldo the chance exactly. to play and only play in the Champions League? Yeah, and, and, and like all firm games. Yeah, you can you can only do overhead kicks if you want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Get that contract drawn up. Uh, elsewhere, Scotland face Armenia in, uh, in in a match which will feel probably quite unimportant for, for Scotland, obviously, because of their uh, uh, frustration or, or sadness, perhaps, uh, not going to the World Cup. I think this actually is quite important Do for you? them. because it pick me up? Yeah, because I think the interesting thing is after the importance of Ukraine playing and winning in Glasgow mm-hmm. was sort of dealt with, it was interesting hearing a lot of regular Scotland watchers mm. and pundits saying 
that is the worst Scotland performance in a big game in a, in a, in a, in a long so while. I really like the phrase Scotland watches. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they call the fans? <laughs> yeah, I think right. so. You're one step away from getting to train spotting here, Andy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nathan Patterson has said Speaking he... Speaking of back on the horse. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, uh, and, and, and Nathan Patterson said he and his teammates will take their World Cup finals frustrations out on Armenia, which, you know, quite Begbie-like, I suppose. But um, uh, he also said that he's he's been out injured and he said, for five or six weeks, I've been battering the gym. Yeah, as an Ar- uh, Armenian we, player, I wouldn't yeah, be looking I, forward to this. I don't, would you, I don't think you'd start him, would you? With this, he should, I, he should stay, stay well away from this. It sounds like he's just been, you know that bit in Street Fighter where you beat up a car? It's like a bonus round. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds yeah. a bit like that, doesn't it? I've, just, I think, I've been trying to physically knock down the gym. That's how much, that's how what good shape I'm in. Well, I believe Steve Clark actually has, has deployed that in uh, one of the training methods he was like lads he's a battered old Morris Minor get to work on it um, so we shall see if that pays dividends of course uh, Scotland at home to Amenia tonight alright everybody thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble part of the ACAST Creator Network thank you very much Andy Brassel thank you thank you Jim Campbell see you later football watchers yay thanks everybody see you soon Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.